The following is a Poppy Chulo Radio original program. The views and opinions expressed in the commentaries and or interviews in the following program are solely those of the individuals and are not views of Poppy Chulo Radio, its parent, affiliate, or subsidiary companies. Welcome to High Tea with Carla Stilwell, a current affairs and pop culture panel discussion series focusing on black women's issues. Starring Carla Stilwell, featuring Tamara Anderson and Nicola Blaze. Here's your MC, Carla Stilwell. Welcome to High Tea with Carla Stilwell of PoppyChuloRadio.com and iTunes exclusive Poppy Chulo Radio Pop Culture On Demand. Today is Monday, February 6, 2017, and I am your host, Carla Stilwell. Welcome to the Black History Month edition. Come in, have a seat, and let's sip these teas and pour out these libations for the ancestors, but not for Frederick Douglass because he's apparently still alive and doing good works. Hashtag never remember. Hashtag Bowling Green. Hashtag protesters are all paid. Hashtag face news. Negative polls. Hashtag Twitter in chief. Hashtag President Steve Bannon. Let me introduce my dear special guests, my <laughs> colleagues, my the ladies that I love the most, Tamara Anderson. Hello. And Makayla, I'm eating these chips because I have to recover my liver from the Super Bowl party, Blaze. Oh, I just need some more grease. The grease is going <laughs> to soak up the, I don't know, 75 Jack and Gingers that I had yesterday. Yes. Oh, my God. But hello, and I'm so glad to be here. I'm very excited. And I'm happy to actually have some tea, have a beverage that is not swimming in alcohol for... Okay. So thank you so much for inviting me to your lovely table. Yes, today is the post-Super Bowl uh, liver cleanse edition as well. We are cleansing our livers today from... She got her smoky voice on. She sound like Barry White's little sister. Who, today? Me? Mikayla. Oh, Mikayla. I was. Oh, yeah, she, uh, she, she did that. I know. <laughs> I know how my sis parties, so mm. I know she did that. I did all of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, this it's is our first cousin. I did like all the family members Ooh, and it, all all of its parts. <laughs> I did I did all of that. I oh am God. so glad we are back. This is our first show back in the new year, so we have so much to talk about. It's so ridiculous. So here's the thing. Um, I could not even, there is so much news. I could not even pull full articles and do like we usually do when we talk about this show and we, and we sit down on the show and we talk about what's going on in the world. So this is just a, a free fall because it's fuck ridiculous out here in the United States of America. Completely fuck ridiculous. Before we begin, here's our announcer with a few reminders on how you can interact with us. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash PCR. Hi T. Follow Poppy Chula Radio on social media. 
We are on Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, Twitter, and YouTube, at Poppy Chula Radio. Do you have any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns? Email us via contact at poppychularadio.com. Are you interested in joining the Poppy Chula Radio team as an on-air personality or blog contributor? Email talent at poppychularadio.com. Binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chula Radio programs by visiting poppychularadio.com slash archives. You can also download tonight's broadcast and the rest of the series through iTunes. Just search for High Tea with Carla Stilwell and subscribe. Thanks, announcer. Woo! <sighs> the Cheeto that ruined everything. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I don't I don't even know what I did on New Year's Eve because New Year's Eve seems like 200 years ago. I can only oh. go back as far as January 20th. <laughs> January 20th. Like oh, man. That's that's where I have to start. That's where the year actually started because January 1st was 200 years ago. Like that's when the world was safe. we didn't think we we were all gonna get nuked you know people could still come into the United States that had visas (laughs) that actually (laughs) had citizenship that are citizens (laughs) uh, could actually get to their families when they went on I don't know vacation so long ago so fucking long ago (laughs) But here we are. Here's my recap of all the shit that has happened since January 20th. (laughs) There's travel ban. There were protests. The travel ban was overturned by the Ninth District Court. The Cheeto called the judge a so-called judge. So people couldn't get here, but now they got here. Interpreters who worked for the U.S. were were held hostage in airports in handcuffs and shit. Um, we are officially at war with Mexico and Australia. I don't know. Um, the executive orders, who even knows what any of them say? And apparently Donald Trump doesn't either. Because Steve Bannon made him sign an executive order to put Steve Bannon on the Joint Chiefs uh, staff, but Donald Trump didn't know that's what he was doing. Um, he's got a there's and SNL has been amazing every Saturday. Can we talk about how I did not watch SNL for 22 years until this year? Well, started last year during the election. And now I can't stop watching because they're ridiculous. <laughs> Just ridiculous. If I miss it on Saturday, I wake up stalking SNL on Sunday morning. Like I got to see it. Um, ha, ha, uh, we can't even talk about Alec Baldwin anymore. His shit is. Just over the uh, over the. It moon. gets better every week, doesn't it? Every week is it gets better, better every week. week. And and I'm, that Kim and that Kim and that she plays a different character every week and it's spot on. And I can't. 
let me tell you, I don't know what was worse. Melissa McCarthy's Oh, Sean she looked Spicer. so much like him. It or was Or that chick that played It was brilliant. What's her name that played um Hillary Clinton and does um what's her name Kellyanne being yeah, Betsy Kim. DeVos. Oh my god. She was like um, there should be a school <laughs> and it should be open. And 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 then she sho- and she shoved to the side like this. Okay, Betsy, that's enough. Okay. Oh my when, god. And the way even the way she fell off camera was hysterical. <laughs> like she collapsed. She collapsed like she off camera. Doll, a paper doll and like just got thrown aside. It was And fabulous. then when she was using the podium to attack people. <laughs> and when CNN she- was in the timeout corner, but he had a diaper on <laughs> inside a case. I'm real news. <laughs> we're not fake news. When no, we're not. When she pulled out the box of props. Deterred. He will not be deterred. With the moose lamb. Moose lamb. And what's funny is how the box slid on like a magic show. Like it slid right in front of her like a magic show. She was like, okay. So you need, you need, you need me to explain. Okay. She put a moose. And a a lamb. lamb. Moose lamb. Because he's the advisor. Oh, God. The, the oh, advisor. Advisor. I fell out. I had to rewind because I missed it after advisor. When he <laughs> pulled you? out the green visor, you can't just get those anywhere. You know what I mean? No. Where do you I get mean, the visors from? Said, I mean, the fact she pulled out on time, each one, <laughs> and the fact that Bannon is in the death costume. I can't. But well, he's he, always like, her, 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 with, with like a skull, yeah. like skeletal. You know, my thing is with. Because, you know, we are all, Makayla, you've been around the theater for years. And I know me and Samara, this is what we do. When you watch this type of shit and you see that the, you know what it takes to be that funny. Like, the work that goes into this, it was brilliant. It was brilliant. And when he was making the prank calls. When he was in oh, crank calls oh, and she she was she played she played she said, Is this like, my precious ooh. Barack? Is this like, my precious Barack? No, don't just put him in a cage. Barack. Like put him in a diaper in the cage. Like you know what I, mean? I mean, put him in a diaper in the cage. Because that's what you do. That's what he he's treating them like children, like toddlers, right? Like, We're not fake news. And watching <laughs> Melissa McCarthy it make all up shit was hilarious. This is the band. No, you said that. Those are your words. <laughs> <laughs> you said that. that Didn't you hear yourself say that? Didn't you hear? And when she had to take the whole water gum out because she couldn't breathe. Because <laughs> she put too much in her mouth. Because, you know, that's what happened. So that's what happened to um, M- M- um, McKissick when she was doing Ruth Ginsburg with that energy drink. Yes. <laughs> they have been. They have been getting the eating mistakes on the show they've been like oh we put too much she was like when she put that energy drink in her mouth she said i see why you need water i see why you you add water to this it was it was all too much but listen so our president has a hard on for vladimir putin i'm sorry y'all's president because i don't claim cheeto cheeto literally wants to have anal sex with Vladimir Putin. I believe they're, they're friends. That he, that he I think wants, they're already fucking. I they're think already fucking. Vladimir put it inside him at some point. Like yep. I think 
Oh my yeah. gosh. Vladimir is clearly the top in this situation. Like, he's the top. <laughs> he's fucking yeah. the shit out of Trump's big old soft boot. He's getting <sighs> that. He's up in them up guts, in as the kids say. He is getting them guts. Mm. That's some shit going on between them. Um, that's some bullshit. Oh, uh, and also Cheeto says um, America has done its share of killing. So, you know, fuck with Russia. It is, but it's so crazy because there's a huge article came out today from Germany saying, because they're like, you know, they're the leading power in Europe. They were like, wow, we, we have to get our, sh- our stuff together because he's crazy. Like, literally put in the article, he's crazy, he's a racist. I mean, these are things I really hate to say, but... From yeah, Germany. These, from from Germany. Germany. The Germans well, and and their treasurer. The, so the president, <laughs> Angela. Angela. Angela <laughs> Merkel. I love her. She's and, brilliant. And, um, right, she's like, we have to, like, well, we have to get our, our stores together because... um. <laughs> He's hanging up on dignitaries. Yeah. Okay. Everybody is like, we all gonna die. The whole world. <laughs> the Brits are like, we gonna die. They were like, we don't even want that motherfucker to come here on a state visit. The British signed a petition. It's over two million signatures. They're like, he can't come here. We already Did got you, the love- shit going on. I love the parliamentary debate on it too. And they're so polite. But they just went all the way in, all the way in. Like there wasn't any, they left no stone unturned discussing what a pig he was. It was fascinating. The entire, the the Mexican president will not talk to this motherfucker on the phone. He's like, I'm not even taking Cheetos calls. (laughs) What is, what is that? Mexico, they're our friends. Man, right. we're 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 like their undercover drug friend. They need exactly. us. They right. need California for their drugs. The Mexican president is like, call but damn, I want to get an avocado again. Damn, <laughs> avocados are gonna cost like eighty five dollars each now. Oh, 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 and we're not even gonna talk about. We're not even gonna talk about how much fucking tequila is gonna cost. Like, we can't even talk about and yeho right now. It's gonna be tequila. You like that? <laughs> no, no, no. We sell yakila, yakila, yakila with your margarita. Is that with the tea? <laughs> Did you make that yourself? Like, what, what you manufacture that with? Well, you know, know, we we had the tequila. Now we have yakila, yakila. Right. It's make America just, great on the sound. We of just, it. We just gonna put a different label <laughs> on moonshine and just try to play it off. This is the worst it's shit. Like we are living in hell, y'all. I am, I have never been so terrified in my life. Every day I'm scared to turn on the news. I think we're at war. I I feel like I don't feel scared or anything. I love him just writing all these little letters and shit. We're going to do that. And then everybody talks about it for a little while. And then we're like, we're not going to do that. (laughs) Well, what's funny is that the states are looking at him like, well, we don't have to. Right? <laughs> the states are like we, cause, cause the thing is, what people don't realize is that money is a year behind, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
So the states are like, well, we still got that last year's <laughs> um show. And they're I like, don't, we don't know if you're going to be here in a year. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know. We don't really know if you want to survive. So we're just right. going to tell our people that we have last year's money. <laughs> and we'll be okay this year. For, uh, California is like, we will leave this whole motherfucker. We will not pay a federal tax. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> California is like, I'm... How about you, you You stop our money We ain't paying no taxes How about that Ah. And people fly to Cuba happily Like this Woo At least one border is open <laughs> I've never seen some people Waving on Facebook from. I said girl You don't have a job But I'm going to Cuba now, this is what I love about here in Illinois with our bitch-ass uh, Governor Bruce Rauner. So, because, you know, Donald Trump also has a big old hard-on for Chicago because he's so jealous of Barack Obama. Anything that was is Barack, <laughs> he needs to obsess over it. So he's obsessed yeah. over Chicago and our violence. Whatever, motherfucker. So, we're going to send the National Guard. I'm going to make law and order in Chicago. Bruce Rauner, who is the greatest bitch of all times, was like, I'm sorry, the president hasn't spoken to me. Citizens of Illinois slash Chicago, the only city that's important. I, I don't know <laughs> what he's talking about. Let me say publicly, I ain't oh. in that shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> Bruce Rauner yeah. was like, Bruce, let me say Tom, Tom was like, I'm sorry. You must thought I was that dude. I'm not. Rom, Rom say you got me fucked up. Now again, right. I, I ain't no. Fan we're gonna of continue Rom. to be a sanctuary city. <laughs> we're gonna continue to do what we're doing. Um, my family are immigrants. Um, thank you for sharing. Bye bye. He's a part <laughs> of mobs. You know, it's like well, please. <laughs> but here's and this is my thing. Rom Emmanuel's a lot of things, and I can't stand his little nine fingered ass. But what he's not is no punk. And you're not going to fucking punk him. He was like, I, w- I know Ron was reading that shit like, come get, come get some if you want to. You ain't come to Chicago. I mean, not that. only is Philly a sanctuary city, but our mayor said it out loud and then we signed a bill in City Hall. <laughs> we were like this, just in case you forgot, we signed another bill about immigrants. And oh, then, we went to the air- <laughs> then we went to the airport and clowned. And then we went to one of our, our one of our Republican person who wants to vote for Betsy. We went to that motherfucker's house on Sunday. They went to his house, knocked on his door, and now all of a sudden his phone is ringing. He taking calls because before he was missing. Those <laughs> crazy, my crazy friends went to his house. I was like, I was like, I'm sick. I can't. I'm, I'm going you know, to drink. Hot you know, they put Paul Ryan's um, Wisconsin address all on the internet. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, we, like- went to, we went to Toomey's house because he was not answering phone. <laughs> yeah. Then we were like, wait a minute, somebody got his address because this is getting ridiculous. Went to his house and then we already got a lady who posted something on our Facebook page saying, I mean, we agree with you, but that was ridiculous that you were in front of our house. So I think his neighbors made him turn his phone back. <laughs> The shit is I love so, it. 
This Love shit is it. so whack. Did you hear the story about the woman that sent um, Mitch McConnell a pizza? <laughs> she ordered she ordered a pineapple and a ham Mm-mm. pineapple Hawaiian pizza, a small with a note that said, "You cannot allow Betsy DeVos to be uh, the head of education." Since I couldn't get through on the phone, I just thought I'd send you lunch. <laughs> she paid a twelve ninety nine delivery fee from a pizza place that would send notes. I'm not mad. <laughs> Yeah. People have been faxing people. They not playing. And the thing is so sad is that, you know, we have been headed towards this. You know, our last education people have been complete idiots. So she's not yes. the first. Like, let's all be clear. Um, they've all been dumb as fuck. So oh, yes. she's just the dumbest, you know. Like, um, and so we were already heading down that trail. But the fact that so many people, because I, I felt like the other other times we've done this. People have just been voted in and we've just sat around. So one thing I have to say about this election, I think it's why I'm not scared. I'm really excited that I think all of us are finally going to do something different because people are really pissed off. Like people who usually don't vote, don't do nothing, aren't really engaged, are fully tits on the road engaged right now. And it's interesting. Here's my theory. I have a theory. We're going to leave this next two and a half years after midterm elections and after um, Cheeto is impeached. Because this ain't going to last. We cannot run this hot for four years. This is not going to last four years. Um, I predict that we will leave with a three party system. Mm -hmm. I believe that because what is funniest to me are the centrist Republicans. These motherfuckers is horrified. When you see Michael Steele or um, what's her name that used to be on The View? I can't think of her name right now. Like when you see these pundits. Oh, I remember her. Mm-hmm. They are mortified. These Bush Republicans mm-hmm. are mortified. I believe that the old school Democrats and the centrist Republicans are going to morph into the Democratic Party. I believe the progressives will be their own party. And I believe Mm -hmm. that there will be a Tea Party. This is my... Because the Republican Party is gone. There are no more vestiges of the Republican Party right now. This is my... This is what I think. No, that's... Yeah, that's fair enough. Like, but I think it's like you said, Carla, like they are reeling. You can see them on the Sunday morning shows, right? They're trying to be supportive while completely not like absolutely incredulous that they're even having the discussion. You know, they'll say the, I mean, um, it, right. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what, who, what his name was, but he was trying to speak on behalf of one of those stupid letters that uh, he wrote. And um, he was saying, well, he should have, you know, oh, I think it was the Muslim ban. Um, Well, he should have talked to someone from Homeland Security. And if I were him, I would have talked to the State Department. And if I were him, I would have like totally said all of these things that make perfect sense. Um, 
and which it, the the end of the sentence should have been in conclusion he's batshit crazy but he he you know cleaned it up with in conclusion we're going to just have to see what happens on this one <laughs> right right even no it's a know, lot of, it's a lot of walking it's a lot of riding the fence because even these executive orders which usually would have gotten I mean, they've gotten the mire of the democrat democrats that are in the senate and the house but everybody else been really really quiet and and and, and also too this is the first time in a long time that if you support somebody, you could lose money. Yeah. Like people are really like, oh, you support him? Like the football game became a thing of politics because of where people, what city people were, the cities that were playing. And who was, I know, who was publicly supporting Trump from the Patriots and who, you know, the Falcons, like somehow that's never happened. You know, football's always been football for people. But this year, the well, uh, like well, politics were a part of it too. Well, the did the whole ads. I don't know, like yeah, the mm-hmm. ads were very political. There were like there were several immigration ads. Like it was oh yeah, big, diversity. Yeah, it, it mm-hmm. was it was um the you know the uh, the Audi ad that everybody's like raving about about the young girl with her father and a girl mm-hmm. racing go karts and she's like. He's like, what do I tell my daughter? That she's less than her brothers or whatever. You know, it's like, it was the ass. Oh, and the one, with the, the one with the big wall. And they, they found yes. a door through the wall into the sunshine. It was pretty. <laughs> oh, no. that was pretty right, cool. right, right. I'm like, the, oh. I, was like I mean, like, you saw, you, you saw that girl pick up pieces of scrap and make and an American flag. And she was flag. making an American flag. I was like, y'all put this a movie. Like this needed to be right. at the theaters. Like this was a lot. Right. It was like Sundance. a short. Sundance, Sundance short. <laughs> like, I mean, but I've never yeah. seen so many. This, I mean, every ad had like a political, a scheme, had a political thing. Every every speech since the war season has started has been about something in politics. Right. If you don't like and, somebody who's about to win, you connect it to politics. Like it's. It's all like people are bearing, which is interesting because I swear the people who voted for him must have buyer's remorse because they've been like cricket or they've um, been like oh, putting up a sign. They're Nord- Nordstrom's, I mean, look at- Nordstrom's cut complete ties with um, that girl, Ivanka. Um, the yeah. poor, poor Mr. Uber, bless his silly little heart. Uber's ridership went down like uh, almost but it raised his but it ra- right but it raised his um stock option like that was being posted too it's really crazy but you know but no but he had to back up he had to get off the advisory council he had to because his stock might have been high but he wasn't making no money he wasn't about to be oh. with <clears throat> so you know like people are <laughs> running yeah I've gotten calls from three different friends of mine who, you know, sort of we we shoot the shit about politics and that kind of stuff. But they're all like organizing meetings in their house. They are, you know, coming off that that hundred or whatever million woman march. I guess they Mm -hmm. told them to do like 10 things over the next hundred days or something like that. So, yeah. yeah. um, So they are all calling to be like, who do we vote for? How do we get organized? 
how do we figure this out? Mm-hmm. Um, I was at a meeting with our revolution. They're trying to get themselves set up here um, in Chicago. And, you know, I just said, maybe we need to develop some kind of organizer 101 toolkit. You know, like this yeah, is how yeah. you look mm-hmm. up where, where people's money comes from. This is how right. you look up um, voting records and all that kind of stuff so that people can start informing themselves. However, the other part of me thinks I should just be like, look, look, because I, you know, I don't want them to run out of steam or get like discouraged. Part of me just wants to be like, look, vote for these people, <laughs> like develop the Michaela's plan yeah. and just be like, look, let's make this easy on y'all. Support these people. Right. Um, but I, also, I, I, don't, I don't know, I don't know if it's either or. I don't know if it's right. either or, Michaela. I think it's both. Because- Mm-hmm. Because I also think this is a time that you're going to get a lot of different people who are not a part of a Democratic Party to in right. these local elections. Right. And yeah. I think that's huge. And I think like like right now, like our Black Lives Matter week, who knew that that was going to be like a national thing? So like now people right. are like, really, how do your Black Lives Matter week? Can we replicate it here? Because we want to da da da. And part of the week. Part of the ongoing conversation has been teaching people how to organize, how to organize right. events. Even if you're not organizing an election, how do you organize conversations? Like we had a lot of robust panels during that week, right? So mm. now I'm sitting down with people who are like, like we basically, this caucus never got those people in the room, ever. Right. The people that came to these events. And mm-hmm. so I was like, and it also, you know, exposed some dirty stuff about us <laughs> too. You know, our right. technology came out. Um, but it also was like one of the things where now I have people who literally just want to have a series of workshops on how do you organize a panel? How do you get people in a room to talk about black women or LGBTQ rights? How do you get, how do you, how do you get youth on a panel to talk about that? Like, how do you, um, organize questions, set up a table, get a free space. How do you do that? And how do you parlay that into an action? Right. And so Mm -hmm. this is great because the thing is, is that by, by, by setting up all these organized situations, separate from book club, separate from some sort of academic structure, it pushes people in a room that don't usually show up. Like I have parents and community members that were never engaged in any of this stuff before. You know what I'm saying? And and I have students, even like high school students, who are like, "Okay, this is where I want to. I want to be a part of this." So, no, it is great. It, I mean, it's a lot of work, but it definitely is like this is probably the most people I've seen in the room interested in the work in a long time. Well, I have to say, right. you know, for our, our our listening audience, there is so much going on and there are so many different ways I don't want people to get discouraged if they're not protest people everybody is not out there everybody's not a right to sign stand in the street person everybody's not a community organizer knock on the door person there Mm -hmm. is the ACLU needs your money Right. they need your money now more than ever there are mm-hmm. or, there are local independents who are not in any affiliated with any party who are capable and willing to serve the public but don't have the money 
Mm-hmm. It is very much okay to be a check writing protester. It is perfectly fine to protest with your pocketbook, to protest with your checks. It is perfectly fine to get online and organize all of your friends to not go and to establishments that support this administration. It is our responsibility not to normalize this shit. And you don't have to be a walk the street protester to be a part of the movement. No, no, there's a point you of access. phone call. I can go. Yeah, there's yeah. a yeah. And I love it. everybody's hitting. I think everybody's hitting on all this, all the angles. I just want to make sure that when election season comes along, yes. we do those door knockers. We do have yes. the foot soldiers that we need to really get out messages because well, you know, so in Illinois, we have a Republican um, governor, Bruce Rauner, uh, but also uh, who is talking about jumping in the race right now is J.B. Pritzker and one of the Kennedys, the one that owns, mm. owns and runs the Merchant Smart, right? So, yes, yes. Um, it's going to be battle of the billionaires. You know, they'll have yes. tons of money for mail. They'll have tons of money for phone calls. They'll buy canvassers. They'll they'll be able to um, they'll be, be able to conduct a whole uh, a race, you know, through their money. But there's so many other people that I think yes. would do a great job that aren't going to have those kind of resources. And other traditional funders are going to be worried about pissing off a Pritzker or a Rounder right. or a, a Kennedy. Because Pritzker's got one of, you know, they also have a, their foundation and they give money to stuff. So, right. you know, people are going to be concerned about getting involved with this um, because there's going to be so much money in this race. Um, but I, I, and, I feel and confident that your twenty dollars and your twenty dollars, two million people's twenty dollars can make a difference to an independent candidate. That's right. Who doesn't have those, who doesn't have the coin. And so will, you know, the help of that, that little janky nephew of yours who don't do nothing but lay up on your couch and eat, you know, (laughs) all your food out of the fridge, put him in the street with a clipboard and do something for this world. You know what I mean? Like get as many people can also involved in, in the actions that are necessary to keep this drumbeat, you know? what i mean and make sure like those areas where because you know felons are allowed to vote that they are registered from every, to vote every angle right now if but if we start right we need a mass of people that are that are now paying attention that weren't previously right and it's and there's so many ways so i just want everybody to not be discouraged about, well, I don't know if I can, you know, anybody that knows me knows I've been struggling with mobility issues. I have not been able to do things that I like to do, like my die-ins. When people, when they was doing the die-ins, I wanted to die in. I wanted to lay in the street about this mm-hmm. justice, but mm-hmm. I physically couldn't do it. But I can get on with my over a thousand Facebook followers and let everybody know that the protest is happening. Like, these are the things you can do and you have to because the Constitution is under siege. Like, that little piece of paper is shivering in its case. Like, uh, 
Oh, no, no. When he showed, remember in SNL when they showed the bill and he had like, <laughs> he said the bill is by any means necessary. He had on like camouflage. <laughs> the schoolhouse rock, schoolhouse rock was like, he was like, he was like, in, he was like in purgatory. I was like, oh my God, what happened? Well, I'm just a bill sitting down on Capitol Hill. Oh, he was like, he said, I'm, I'm not sitting on Capitol Hill. I'm just running. Like, I'm like, woo. Like, I'm telling you, the Constitution is in its case, shivering and sweating and shit. And also don't shame people like with their level of of activity and woke. No, like that's not the time to do this. Like there are levels to this. Everybody has a part. Everybody does. The point is, and the thing is that so many people are really like really trying to do stuff. You have so many different places you can you can do something at. And you don't have to do it. From, you could do it from your home. People need yes. blogs written. People yes. need like information to get out there. People need like the some truth seekers on social media, and not like I'm just going to write whatever I want. You know, I think Randy <laughs> Rainbow is you know making a huge contribution to my life. Oh my well, god! Randy Rainbow into a musical. It makes it. You know, well, let me tell you all somebody to follow on Twitter. His name is Pentecostal Atheist. You <laughs> must follow Pentecostal Atheist. If you don't do anything else on Twitter, follow Pentecostal Atheist because he is everything. He's actually, and yeah, I found out he's from Chicago. He's, he's like, he's putting the truth in a whole different light. And we always need to be reminded in this country. I think it's safe to say everybody on this um, podcast considers themselves Christian. Uh, I think that's safe to say. But we, I think I can speak for all of us when I say we all are very clear that there's no religion. The United States doesn't have a national religion. Right. Right. Very clear. There is no... <laughs> national religion so i think it is important that we hear from our atheist brothers as well about some of this foolery that's going on i want to ask you guys a question too because i feel like this is behind the hundred million woman march and it was Mm -hmm. epic and it was four three four million people descended on dc chicago had a good showing there were it was happening all over the country it was pretty amazing Yes. But I also noticed there was some contention there between black women and white women. I f- Ooh, oh yeah, I'm about I don't to reach know. on it. I know I, I I know this has been coming for a long time. It's been uh, around for a long time. But a, do you agree that I think black women white women relations are at an all time fucking low? And b yes. How do we, how do we address? <laughs> well, this? they're because, I think they're at an all time. I think they're at all time fucking truth space right right it's not it's not a low it's just a space of truth right anytime these marches occur you okay okay i'm gonna say this in two minutes and i'm no i'm gonna jump off okay so okay no no this is this this actually i just wrote an article about this because i just and and you know i went on i went on a whole facebook brand so tomorrow i'm right behind you when you know yeah yeah so I, i so 
Kimberg, um, the thing is, is that groups, uh, women of color, um, Latinos, um, black women, um, really ask the questions like this seems like in the beginning stages of being planned, it seemed very vanilla, right? Like, why is that? There's no, what type of thing. So all of a sudden you start to see these ads about intersectionality and you know, different um, right. huge hands holding each other, right? Mm-hmm. But it was an afterthought. It was not the pre-thought, okay? Um, mm-hmm. And so, as a result of that, you had a lot of women of color, um, me included, who were a little on the fence about going to participate, right? I didn't really care that you had Angela Davis come and speak. I mean, that's great, because I love her, and her new book is spot on for what's going on right now. But I... That was my little shameless plug. I love it there, but but the thing is that I also know that it's this conversation also came up in our black women conversation. We had a conversation with six black women on a panel in a room full of 80 women, black and white. And one mm. of the questions was about being invisible in these marches, even though people are like, Oh, I saw black people, yeah, they were there. But the reason why the police didn't have snipers on the, the ceiling and the reason why nobody was really threatening you is because it was white. Right? You have to recognize your privilege in the fact that you were able to march and have this march with very little difficulty outside of just traffic issues. Okay? Um, right. Nobody harassed you. There's a reason for that. That march looked very different than a Black Lives Matter march. That march looked very different than the Million Man Black Man March. You know, it just looked different because of that, because of the whiteness of it. Um, everybody who posted something on this page wants to be a part of this new you no know, um, suffragist movement without really speaking to Susan B. Anthony's truth, right? That you she know, was Ida a racist. Wells, right, Ida B. Wells got on her ass constantly in essays, in person, in her face, like. You can you have you have walked walked along this path claiming you're gonna help the black man to get the vote, but once you got the right to vote, then it was like blah 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 whatever. That's always been the legacy, right? And unless you Gloria Steinem, who has who has constantly put yes. her fucking privilege and truth on the yes. line. Yes, she has you know, so and has talked and has and has openly ridiculed and critiqued the woman's movement from a white female's point of view that I don't want to hear what you got to say until unless you this is until the you able to say until that. white I brought, women. I, I brought it up because you were saying about other folks um understand their level of wokeness should we as right. black women try oh. to understand the white it, like not no, 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 there's, no, there's a difference. Just between, it out there. Well, no, this is um, I'm, I'm saying there is a difference between being um, ignorant and being willfully ignorant. Mm. At this point in history, white women are being willful in their ignorance about the the the, the marginalization and the oppression. Of women of color, of all, all people, of all, all people uh, of color, right? Well, right. I mean, and, 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 but when, right. when we talk about when we're talking about in the context of this women's march, and, right, right, and and feminism, 
Mm-hmm. To Tamara's point, the the root of the 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 divide between women of color and white women in feminism is because of the Susan B. Anthony's and all the other white racist females that led mm-hmm. the movement and continue mm-hmm. and white women who refuse to accept my when I say my I mean our women of color our intersectionality to accept right. the fact that I cannot be a feminist I have to be a black feminist because I am oppressed on two fronts yeah mm-hmm. the young young black women won't even say the word feminist they no. reject it wholeheartedly well you know it, um, it started with bell hooks started talking about womanness um, years ago as a rejection right. of white feminism right mm-hmm. so and 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 that is in for me it is the divide cannot be mended until white feminism looks in her own mirror and makes amends with the rest of the women in this country until now white i will say right mm-hmm. until white feminism accepts its privilege mm-hmm. and acknowledges that they have left us out of the conversation Mm-hmm. then it, we're, it's this divide is going to happen. And this election, when we know that white women voting are the reason that this Cheeto is in office, made it even worse. Because we <laughs> actually have a group here in Philly. Um, I don't know if they're national, but they're called Surge. Have you heard of them? Mm-mm. So Surge is, Surge is this... Um, yes, I have. Yeah, so they're a group of white women, white people, that mm-hmm. basically make their responsibility to make other white people woke about people of color. They believe that black women shouldn't have to have that burden. It should be white women dealing with that shit on their own. And I agree. And um, somebody, no, it someone. is. That's what I'm saying. Like That's they, they were very present. Because I feel like black women are pissed, and white women. I think have no, they, they don't even know we're pissed, right? Well, no, this is um, thing. So it depends so on what spaces how, you're in. It depends on what spaces you're in. Well, yeah. what, what, Makayla, what do you mean that, what is your experience that makes you say that, because I'm very curious, that what makes you say that they don't really know? I feel like there's white women across this country that can go months, years, their whole lives and not actually have a conversation with black a black person, male or female. Or they they know us superfluously or like grocery store or something. Like really engage in a conversation where um, we have that level of, of of expression where where they're they're hearing this. I don't feel like they're hearing it. I think a lot of times we end up talking in vacuums like we all know us three know all the issues and um where it came from and all that kind of stuff but i'd be i would be and i feel like maybe i need to do a poll um i think white women haven't the slightest idea and they did see five black women in the march and they feel like we're all friends well that's the thing (laughs) but i feel (laughs) well i well i feel like too is that that's why that's why i think it's important for people to push into spaces, right? 
Like right. having that having that conversation with black women on the panel. So they mm. ran a narrative, right? The room yeah. was mixed. It was also intergenerational. The panel ranged from age 53 to 30. Mm-hmm. So that means like people had also different views of how women are treated based on 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 generation, based on age, based on education, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so something that was powerful after the two hours is several of the white women in the group room who were not a part of that group. One of them made the announcement that she was a member of Surge, right? She's like, well, we do that work. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because the question mm-hmm. was about how do you process people? Well, that's what we call it. Like you basically are processing people. You're making them process. Mm-hmm. That's what Gloria Steinem talks about. Mm-hmm. Her and mm-hmm. Angela Davis always like, you got to process these white girls, period. Right. From an early right. age, right? Um, so, <laughs> no, they do. That's what the word is. And so the thing is, is, but at the, there I is a, there is a key. Because I understand Gloria had to come. I think what makes it authentic is Gloria says, I was once that unprocessed girl. She I was once that person. She does. Right. And oh, so, right. and not to sell more books, she's like, I turned 35 <laughs> and yeah. I looked around and I was like, wait a minute, people are missing in the conversation, right? Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, if you really want to talk about a powerful base, it's a base that is made up of women who are fully aware of who each other are, right? Period. Mm-hmm. And and at this point in the game, it's like you you gotta you have to be very uncomfortable to get to a comfortable space. And that's why I'm saying that organizing is about that uncomfortable truth. Like when people try to add me to their suffragist group. Yes, you my friend, but I'm gonna tell you very much why that is a no-go. And I'm gonna write all your stuff about why that's not gonna happen. I I wrote a song about it. I wanna sing it right now. (laughs) I have told here, all here, of my here. white female friends, especially the ones who call themselves feminists, why that shit's a dirty word to me and mm-hmm. why I need them to go back, do some more reading, read from the black womanist literature. I usually give them a list and then we can talk about <coughs> how we can talk about intersectionality. Um, and yeah, how- because fem- the thing is that if, if you read a section of Bell Hooks, just a section. First, a of, all, the, first of all, the book, the broad writes a book every six months, so you, <laughs> you, you, you got plenty to choose from. You got a like her first book, and she still gets critiqued as a black academic because she mm-hmm. doesn't use footnotes in her books. You realize mm-hmm. that, like, like she still right. gets raked through the coals on all of her reviews because she doesn't use footnotes in her books. And she's like, what? Yeah. And she other don't give don't one. Right. And she, she I mean, if give. you just go back to 1984 and read <laughs> Talking Black, Talking Feminism, which really sad that it's a 1980 and you read it, you feel like it's 2016. Mm-hmm. Well, 2017. Mm-hmm. Did we skip a year? I can't remember. Okay. So. Oh, <laughs> is it 17? It <laughs> is 17. I'm, like this. It's 17. I'm still I'm sure some checks are gonna not go through because I'm sure I put 16 on them things on accident. Oh I can't god. Remember. 
And so um, I'll be like, just really cash it because I meant to put it to everything. I can't. And so this is the thing is that those, but that's why I said organizing is all like, this is my thing. So somebody said it best, actually, it won the panel. One of the ladies in the panel said, if I'm not even a part of your imagination, then how can we even have a conversation? Girl, like when you, that, when you, right. On that right there, I'm going to let that marinate and then we got to keep it because you know we on this clock, child. So I want to, we got to keep it moving. But yeah, um, yeah. Ooh, let's let's take a moment, a moment for the white women. Okay. <laughs> now, before we um, end this uh, particular podcast, because we, we run it down the clock, I do want to take a moment to pour a little bit out, to pour a little liquor out. I think I'm pouring out a little Colt 45 malt liquor for all of the Toms and stepping fetches that have to rest in peace after oh. in the, since, the, since the election to this point. Mm. Kanye West Steve Harvey Steve Land Harvey oh, he's, he's, I <laughs> mean he's always been that way Iyanla, see some of these mugs were not on my list no way but come on Iyanla the pastor Von from Zone. Ohio huh the pastor from Ohio yeah pastor Darnell oh, how you gonna put a public call out and you didn't really make the call <laughs> let me tell you something <laughs> But you see how fast he backed off of it? Now, I ain't want to kill all my family business. But you know, I have, there are some Chicagoland um, people part that are part of the underground economy that are related to me. And I'm fairly certain, because of my knowledge of the underground economy in Chicago, that uh-huh. it was made clear to him that he need to keep motherfuckers' names out of his mouth. <laughs> Like, pimp, you went too far. You crossed what the French call the line. Oh, that bullshit. <laughs> Pastor Donnell with your... His face looks like a fucking hairy-ass 1970s porn vagina. Ugh, I hate his face. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Miss, Miss Jennifer Holiday. Baby, I don't care how many times you go on The View. I'm done with your ass because you said the gays explained to me why my behavior was wrong, but black people threatened me. Yes, and we oh. also talked about your horrible wig. Good night. And I am telling and your, you, Jennifer, I will never and your lock you jaw time. and your lock jaw unhinged. Oh. Uh, little little Chrisette Michelle, rest in peace. With your she was like, I'm just trying to get a check. I'm she like, was oh, trying, and I hope that money go far too. I hope that money goes so far because she's not gonna make another dime off the Negro Americans. Um, <sighs> she said she has such a good voice, but she is like a weirdo. But that's what I'm shut up. Okay. Old uh, our, uh, the old ancient sports um, figures, Jim Brown and George Foreman. Oh. <sighs> Rest well, in peace. I love that grill. I like that grill still. I know. Well, it makes still a perfect it, sandwich. 
Because you bought it when he was saying so. You bought it, but now you can't buy a new one. Okay, I can still use the grill. You can still use it. They make good grill cheese. I still got Paula Dean pots before the racism. Those were some good bean pots she made. I got one of them. I ain't gonna yeah, lie. these pots are great. Before the racism. <laughs> now, I mean, I still use them. I can't buy nothing. <laughs> we can't buy a new pot. Or I like can't the... buy no new pot. <laughs> and why was Paula Dean on 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 Family on Family Feud on Saturday Night Live? That's almost I'm let that go. You know what? Um, let, oh, we got to throw pour a little out for Jerry Rice and that chicken commercial. Rest oh. in peace. Rest in peace. Oh God! I wish I could say I wish you soulless, ignorant. Ooh. Well, you know, I just want to. I just want to pour a little. I want to pour a whole gallon of liquor out for those two black people and two black interns in the back during that prayer breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we gotta pour. Oh, let's pour some out. Wanna... Let's pour some out for Omarosa, honey. So <gasps> yes. So Saturday, little Omarosa was trying to shop for a wedding dress, honey. And that bitch you know, fell. Wait, no, she fell after the um, inauguration. But wait, <laughs> so she was walking around Nordstrom's wedding dress shopping with a boot on and a cane, and two women decided that they was not having none of Omarosa shopping, so they followed her ass through the whole mall. Called. They called her the devil. They called her all kind of soulless ass bitches. So she, <laughs> according to witnesses, then she called for security and said, two fat women are chasing me. And so they were oh, like, I got your fat bitch. So they chased on Marosa through the mall, calling her a bunch of soulless ass bitches. She got chased like a high school kid. She, she got, got chased like a high school kid eating a piece of cake. That's how she got chased. She got it looked so, like a bad after school up. special. She got <laughs> like, straight up high school. Like one movie. to grow on. And this is one right. to grow on. Don't bully, don't bully that kid at school. Be nice. <laughs> Invite them to an event. And that's one to grow on. And then you go on a dun 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 the blood hound gang. <laughs> Because that's how they chased Omarosa. <laughs> Finally, mall security was like, now ladies, you can't chase her. And they was like, okay, we'll leave. And so they walked Omarosa and her cane and her broke foot to the car. Oh, God. <laughs> so this is this is the world we live in. I just, I just know those two black interns deserve like a raise. They don't deserve fact. nothing. If well, no, because you can tell. You supposed to just be like, they, fuck it. Now, the fact is that they, the boy made no eye contact with the camera. He was like this. <laughs> they told me this was like something else. <laughs> they didn't tell me that this was this. They just oh. said, go in that room. Oh, another thing. So, apparently, Stevelyn Lips Harvey has uh. um, hired the real life Olivia Pope. The image consults him now. Oh, bless Jesus. Well, you can Not do that. Jesus. But we done poured out the liquor for you, boo. We Not only that, it's like you always do this. Like, he always cries like black tears the next morning. Like, I can't believe 
that they didn't like what I did. What the fuck? Like, God damn. Like, every time when his wife came out, why don't people believe me? Why? Because your relationships overlap because we can do math. That's why we believed her. I mean, what the fuck? God damn. Shit. Oh. Oh. And he still got contracts. He's still going to host that crazy show. Look at you know you a good looking boy. Yes, I knew. I mean, come on. So, so did did I miss any of them? Because it's been so many. Oh it's been God! So, it's been oh, and then well, Frederick. Know. I want to put out. I want to put out sage for Paul Frederick Douglass's soul and spirit that he <laughs> rolled up from the grave. You know, Frederick Douglass flipped over fifteen times to say this motherfucking Cheeto is talking about what? Oh God! And somebody started a damn Twitter account for him from oh, the baby. grave. That's something else, listeners. <laughs> If you have not gone to the Fred- Frederick Douglass's Twitter account, you must. You have to. You also have to do hashtag never remember on Twitter. Yes. You must. You know, he's you- doing a really good job. People starting to talk more about him now. What the? <laughs> what did you see? That? Did you see the meme with Frederick you- Douglass sitting in the Oval Office with yeah. um, Mike Pence with Poo- and the Poodle and in the Cheeto. Was on the wall. Poodle and the Cheeto. It was terrible. Oh, it was awful. So um, that is like he basically recapped fifth grade Black History Month. Oh God! In like two minutes, I was like, and that motherfucker oh. trying to call it. I'm changing it to African American History Month over my black ass dead body. And then he was like, I mean, well, they've done great things all over. I mean, all over the world, right? And. Oh. And, and, then, and happy Black History Month because Lincoln freed you slaves. Oh, and and then they the terrible the terrible press because they lied so much said that I threw away Dr. King's statue. I mean, there's lots of statues. I said, did you say that? Like, you're an idiot. He has oh, a God. fifth grade education. I don't care how long he was in school. I can tell he only studied through fifth grade. Yeah. If that, I feel like third grade. I think fifth grade is stretch because you know if you're smarter than a fifth grade, them kids are kind of smart. He's not that smart. He's like a third, fourth grader. All I want to know is I got a P- APB out on Barry Obama. Where's Barry? So <laughs> when is he coming back? I'm mad. I'm angry go to Cuba. Everybody's going to but Cuba. But he did. But he did show up for 30 seconds when he put out that statement. I'm gonna need y'all to keep my name out your mouth. Mm-hmm. I don't support any of this travel ban shit. Don't oh, keep yeah. putting this on me and all my citizens continue to protest. I said, see, but then he didn't show back <laughs> up. I was like, where in the world is Barry? Uh, I just want to be like the German president. I'd be like, hands, I'd be up. Barack out. Drop the mic and leave. I wouldn't right. have anything nonsense. He is not gene for it. Okay, so here's the thing. Apparently, Cheeto said the press, he said this today, this is a new thing he said today. Cheeto said that the press is refusing to report on terrorist attacks. That there are terrorist attacks going on all over the United States and all over the world. And the press will not report on them. He said that to, he said that today. Just let that let that sit there. Oh, yes. 
just just so you know he's such a weirdo he's he's crazy <laughs> i don't even know i don't even know if that's the right i don't know no i feel like he took some wrong medicine i just feel like i mean like honestly i'm like how did you make any money was it inherited because he it like, was yeah. It was. And he didn't he didn't really make any money. He's just never spent any money because he don't fucking pay nobody. And his suits fit terribly. He seriously don't go get those done. And his hair is the worst. And he's like really an orangish color, which is And weird. apparently he like <laughs> ride it. He rolled on Sean Spicer. He was like, You look fat and floppy. He made Ooh. Sean Spicer get a whole new collection of suits. Mm. Spikes is gonna have an aneurysm pretty soon. He's so I, I personally, and you know, I, I you know, my, my deep Christian friends would say I shouldn't say anything like this because it's wrong. But I personally want to see Sean Spicer have the stroke at the podium. Because oh I God. just I think he's gonna have an aneurysm in public. I think Mm-mm. his head is gonna explode. And I kind of want to see it. <laughs> Because you shouldn't be allowed to live and lie like that. Like, the. <laughs> well, it's not even lying. Well, it is. It's like this. Like, it's bad when a skit on a comedy show is exactly what you said in real life. Out of your mouth. Like. And that, and that fucking critique yeah. for Kellyanne Conway, as what one of my friends call her, Sewer Rat Barbie. Sewer she looks Rat like Barbie. the Crib Keeper. She looks like the Crypt I, Keeper. Yeah. She Literally with hair. She yeah, she's a mess. Her and her alternative, alternative facts can suck. Alternative facts, alternative facts. But you have to admit, that was one. That was a gem. That was a gem <laughs> that's going to be with us for a long time. <sighs> I mean, she makes all the dumb people we had in office look like they were geniuses. These Whew. motherfuckers, it's terrible. Anyway, ladies, we are um, out of time. You're out of touch. I'm out of time. Time. I'm sorry, I had an all in those moment. (laughs) I was like this. You went back. You were like this. That's my jam. Uh, I was a fan. Uh, So, yeah. So, that's it for us. Uh, This is not Makayla has feel some kind of way when I talk about my love for Black History Month. <laughs> <But> <laughs> I just think this is American history. I, I mean, I love that we have to spot. I mean, the fact that we have you to have the whole twenty eight days. Great. We I, well, you know, first of all, I it's have not a coincidence. We got the shortest month. It, it it also just and then it you know what it is. It's like um so every. Radio TV station has to do like 15 minute ad or something. And then the black man made the traffic light. Thank you. And we all move on. Like, I can't stand it. I really, Black History Month makes me so angry. Well, the thing that makes me. (laughs) Here's my thing. I'm going to send you you one every day now on Facebook just because I know that. It's Black History Season. She needs a random Black History Fact every Today day. Today in Black History Fact. I'm going to send them every day to your inbox. 
Just I, have said. To, I am going to tell you all. It's Black History season. I start celebrating with King's birthday and I end on my birthday, March 18th, which is the I high holy day December of Black 31st. History season. It's Black um, History every day. Well, it's every day because, you know, I'm that black. But I, <laughs> this is why Amen. I love Black History Month. I love to taunt white people with my blackness. I like to just randomly say, look at how black I am. Because it's blackness. Hey. Oh because I know every time I say it, there's a white somewhere that's hella uncomfortable. Because they want uh, they want me to say, but we're all the same. No, we're not. Oh, I am hmm. black. And I like it. I'm more I talented am. than you. <laughs> this is I mean, I. Everything, that, everything that you have is a result of my being here. So, so you're welcome. Just say. <laughs> all your look comfort. How, oh, wow. Look how I made that. How, look how I Even made that, that Paula Dean pot was made by a slave at first. <laughs> and the taunting because I know it bothers people because I'm petty mm-hmm. so that's why I love Black History Month and I'm going to celebrate T-T-Y alright y'all join us next time for a brand new installment of High Tea with Carla Stillwell once again here's our announcer for a few reminders on how you can interact with us Binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chula Radio programs by visiting poppychularadio.com slash archives. You can also download tonight's broadcast and the rest of the series through iTunes. Just search for High Tea with Carla Stillwell and subscribe. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash PCR High Tea. Follow Poppy Chula Radio on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr. Twitter, and YouTube, at Poppy Chula Radio. Do you have any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns? Email us via contact at poppychularadio.com. Are you interested in joining the Poppy Chula Radio team as an on-air personality or blog contributor? Email talent at poppychularadio.com. Thanks, announcer. Co-host, will you wish our listeners a good night, please? This is not everybody jumping once. You ain't got nothing to say, Michaela. So wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. It's um, so great to be back with you wonderful women again after the holiday break. And um, and yeah, there's so much to chop it up about. I can't wait till Cheeto writes some more letters this week that we can figure out how to go around. And um, I look forward to talking with you very soon. Oh, P. E T T Y. Goodbye. Hey. <laughs> I'm Petty. I'm Petty. All right. Download new episodes of High Tea with Carl Stillwell every Tuesday via iTunes and the Poppy Chulo Radio Archives. Thank you and good night. <laughs> <laughs>